Alright. I am on the way home for the night. Um, it's actually not been too bad. The cat's lost, and that kind of sucks, you know. But hey, it is what it is. Man, actually speaking on that, dude, something's got to be done about SEC officiating. And okay, and, and really, actually, before I get knee-deep knee into this conversation... I want to be the first to say that I am not blaming the refs on UK's loss tonight, alright? UK got no production out of Ashton Hagens, mediocre production out of Emmanuel Quickly, and, uh, you know, Tyrese Maxey. Nick Richards was not as big of a factor as he normally is. Um, I mean, just really a lackluster performance. And... On top of the fact that they did not play well, you know, with their individual game, they made really bad team decisions. And the thing was, seriously, all things considered, they played a terrible game. They did not play to win. And they still only lost by four points. Or maybe it was six. I don't know. It wasn't a lot. I know it wasn't many points. It was not a lot of points. They kept it close. And, you know, that, I don't know, that just, uh, I think that's a good sign, first of all, is that they're such a good team that they're able to play like absolute horseshit and still keep it tight. So, the problem is, though, is, I mean, they got to be able to figure it out. I mean, it's February, you know, it's early February, granted, but it's February. I mean, you guys got to start clicking. If you're not, if they don't start figuring it out, I mean, they got... Uh, what what could easily be described, and I don't think that I'm reaching here. They what they have what could easily be described as like one of the best backcourts in the league right now. Certainly one of the most dynamic between their speed and being able to make a shot off the dribble and off the pass. I mean, these guys go through flashes where I mean they they are automatic. You know, and and they got to be able to harness that though. They got to be able to bottle that. And um, and right now, I think that they're they're really struggling with that. But anyway, totally got sidetracked. SEC officiating is horrible. It is so bad. No, and I've seen I've seen this said. I have said this myself. Nobody does their job as bad as SEC officials do theirs. That is a fact that I don't think anybody can argue with. Those guys do such a bad job at what they... The only thing that they're supposed to do when they show up, when the lights are on, when the cameras are on, it's they're done with their other job, whatever it may be. You know, NFL's officials, a lot of those guys are like, you know, judges and and doctors and you know they're important people like in their cities and stuff you know and some of the bigger guys like you know like ed hockley like that guy's like pretty dedicated to the game you know but a lot of these guys you know they they got their side job and when the lights are on man that's forget about it your side job doesn't matter you you need to know the rules, all right? You need to know what you're looking at first of all. You need to pay attention and you need to make the right call. 
And if you can't do, if and I feel like if you can't do one of those things, you don't need to be doing the job at all. If you can't do one of those things, you shouldn't be trusted to do to do any of them at all. So we got a like. I mean, I don't. Oh God, I just the it's and the thing is, it, they're they're consistently bad. You know what I'm saying? It would be different if it was like a, if it was a lopsided officiating. And I seriously, I try to be one of those guys that doesn't say, man, the officiating was horrible tonight. We lost. No, that's not how it is. The, uh, the, it's, it's terrible regardless. I mean, win or lose, the officiating is garbage. Whether they're playing at home or on the road, whether they win or whether they lose, I mean, it's, it's not even it's not even like a contest, man. It's so bad. They are so bad at their job. And that's the thing is there's other officials too that are out there in the world, like don't get me wrong, that are not in the SEC that are terrible. But man, SEC officials are so bad. And and I granted maybe it's officiating in general is is horrible. But and I only see it because I only watch SEC games because right now it's SEC conference play. And this year their, their uh, badness or, uh, or lack, of, uh, a lack of officiating skill has been put on display. But, I mean, I guess only time will tell as we get into tournament time. You know, they start mixing it up and bringing other officials in. We'll see how the calls go. But, I mean... It's just egregious how bad it is, you know? I mean, seriously. that That's one thing that I think the NCAA and, you know, uh, conferences, that's uh, they just got to figure it out, man. They really do. They, just, they have got to figure this out, what they're going to do. Because it is not a level playing field. Seriously, it is, it is not. And um, I just think that that's one thing that they need to fix. You know, I, like I, they need to go, and it's hard to do for, you know, the the one. It's like a hundred and sixty something D one schools or, or whatever it is. It's I get it. It's tough. It's not the NBA. You don't have thirty two teams. You know that are that are playing. You know, a, a few teams are playing every single night, so you only need a certain number of officials. You know, it's not like that, man. Not with these guys. It's not like that. I mean, they they need help, man. They need we need to get on a level playing field somehow. You got to work something out. All these guys are not clearly not getting the same training. I don't know what kind of tests you got to take, or what kind of uh, you know maybe working exams or something that you. I mean, I don't know. They just they need help, man. It's it's so obvious. And the thing is, is the guys that are calling the games to say this. That's the thing. The most experienced people on the planet, as far as who should be making the calls, not really even who should be making the calls, but the most experienced guys on the planet who do make the right calls are the people that are actually calling the game. The guys on TV and the guys on the radio that are that are speaking, you know, the voice of the teams, you know, in in. For, for me, as a UK fan, it's obviously Tom Leach is the voice of the Wildcats. Tom Leach, it, he is the guy that they they know what's up. And I and this is, I'm, and I say this for every home team, 
every home team's guy on the radio knows what it is. And all the guys on TV know what it is. I used to not, I used to hate Jay Billis. I mean, seriously, I used to hate Jay Billis. I used to think that he was such an ACC biased guy. Not necessarily Duke, but ACC biased guy. But over the years, as I've gotten older, I have realized how much of just a, a true, I mean, a literal basketball aficionado he is. I mean, seriously, the, the guy is, he, I don't even know, he is a basketball dictionary. And he is the he is the number one guy to call bullshit on the NCAA and the officials at any given time. And the best part about it is he will ride their ass to no end about how bad a, a call they did or how bad of a decision they made. And guys like that, that is who we need calling games. We need guys like that to be doing training, to be calling these guys out. And that's the thing that's even worse about it all, is that not only do they make bad calls, but they act as if they are so infallible. I mean, that's the biggest problem. Like, the one of the big stories from early in the week, uh, this week, was Matt, was uh, Rick Barnes, right? That's his name, head coach of Tennessee, Rick Barnes, standing on the sidelines, arms crossed, not moving, and not even looking at this official. The official walks over to the sidelines, I think, I think it was to the scorer's desk, to where Rick Barnes is standing, and the official bumps into Rick Barnes and looks at Rick Barnes and calls him out like it's his fault that Rick Barnes bumped into him. So not it's the the privilege and I just what is what's the word the audacity I guess it is that they think that you should move not only not only should you not question their call because that's one thing if anybody player or coach questions the call or somebody in the stands somebody calling the game if anybody in the building questions an official's call the official will throw them out of the game they'll tee you up and they'll throw you out of the game and that's the thing if you're a fan you can get teed up and the and the home team has to shoot points doesn't matter what color you're wearing if you, if you're a fan and you get teed up, the the home the home team's got to shoot, or uh, the uh, home team takes the penalty, takes the loss. If you're if you're an, uh, somebody calling the game, if you're a, a player, if you're a coach, everybody suffers. And not only do they think that they're so infallible that you can't even question them, but you have to you have to get out of their way, clear the way when I'm walking. I'm royalty here. That's. They're, that's what the problem is. They're so protected. They're, it's like they're held up on a pedestal. God, I wish I could come up with the word right now for what, for, for how they, how they feel and how they act right now, or how they, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. So, officiating in general is bad. I think that we all know that. But SEC officiating, I think, is particularly put on display recently for how bad of a job that these these guys are doing. And I think that's one huge thing that, that has got to be done about college basketball, really college sports in general, because I don't think that the I don't think that uh, college football is particularly good either. A lot of a lot of heads up calls, a lot of a lot of toss ups. These guys are throwing flags and blowing whistles for. Um, but 
a lot of a lot of missed calls. And you know what? Bad officiating leads to a lot of breaks too, and that's the thing. You know, like I'm a firm I'm a firm believer in I you know like a close game like tonight, UK losing by four points. There's enough of a margin for me to be able to say UK, regardless of how bad officiating was, if you're really that good of a team, you should not put yourself in a position for bad play calling or bad officiating to cost you the game. You've, If you're that good of a team, you've got to play good enough to make it a distance to leave no doubt that, that there's going to be a win. If it's a close game, you shouldn't have to count on the officials to blow the whistle and for the ball to go your way. You shouldn't rely on them. You should not, I mean, whatever, you're not going to blow everybody out. That's impossible. You're going to have close games. But I'm just saying, if you're that good, you got to play that good. you got to take the officials out of it. If, if the other team that you're playing is good, they're going to give you their best, and you got to give your best right back to them. Take officiating out of it. You're not going to get the call every single time, and you shouldn't expect to to get the win. But at the same time, it's got officiating. They got these guys got to be honest, and these guys got to be held accountable. And you know, at least the NFL does a thing where if their guys fuck up, at least the NFL will come out and say, "Yeah, we made a mistake. We got it wrong." Um, they don't really apologize for it because, again, it's the same thing. It's you know, we're never wrong in the moment. Um, and, you know, at least they come out and they say it, though, that we, we agree after reviewing the rules, you know, after talking it over with the guys at the league office, we realized that we did not call this correctly. And I just, uh, <clears throat> and I think that they at least need something like that. You can't get instant replay on everything. Instant replay in a game like football, I think, is very critical, but replay has to be used only in very special situations. It really it can only be used in special situations in basketball and, um, and you know, baseball. It's kind of key, just like in a handful of spots, but, you know, I don't know. It is what it is. I just think that, in, I think that NCAA basketball, especially the SEC, these guys... Woo, man, these guys need a pat on the back. I mean, like, or, or uh, they, not a pat on the back. These guys need a, these guys need a hand. They need a leg up. You know what I'm saying? Like, they got to figure it out because these guys are not on the ball. And you, it's it's so easy to see it. That's the thing that kills me is that it's so easy to tell how bad they are at it. I mean, because both ways, both sides of the ball, you can tell. I mean, woo, it is just, it's just egregious how bad some of the calls are. But alright, I'll drop it, I'll let it go, the game's over, they lost, you know, you live to fight another day, I think whatever Tuesday is their next game, I don't know, they've gone on a very, a pretty tough road stint, I think, um, but hey, you know, it is what it is, we'll see what happens, I guess, hopefully, hopefully they rebound back, as far as the Cats are concerned, this Auburn team was really good, they were a Final Four team last season, um, you know, UK is coming off a huge week anyway, beating Texas Tech on the road, Big 12 Challenge, um, you know, beating, uh, beating Vandy. I don't know if it was on the road or at home, but a win is a win. You know, you got to take that. Um, you know, they're, 
they, they uh, it's not it's not the end of the line. You know, this is not the worst team that has ever done something special. You know what I'm saying? So, I think um, I think it'll be all right. You know, they they just they got to figure it out. They got to figure themselves out. They've got so much talent. When those when when the three guards, that's the thing is they've got such they they have so much play with what they're doing right now. You got they have so much depth. I mean, you think about it, you could reasonably I mean, you could reasonably start. I mean, they're they're they got a couple of starting five lineups that are killers right now. You know? You got I, in my mind, I think coming coming right out of the gate, starting five is going to be Ashton Hagens, Emmanuel Quickly, Tyrese Maxey are your guards. And then for your big men, you could just go straight Nick Richards and uh, EJ Montgomery. Or, honestly, you could go Nick Richards and Nate Sestina to balance it out. And then, really... Because you got either one of those, you've either got because I think you start Nick Richards no matter what. But then either way, you got EJ or Nate coming off the bench. You got Keon Brooks coming off the bench. You got um, or wait, hang on. Is Keon Brooks the one that transferred out? He might be the one that transferred out. Shit, why don't I know that? Damn, dude, I feel like a horrible fan. Holy crap. That's terrible. Either way, you got Johnny Juzang coming off the bench, the juice man, and you got one more dude whose name escapes me right now, and I feel terrible about that. And then you got a gang of white boys that can come in and bang them, dude. I know they can. I know those white guys can stroke it. That's why the NBA invented the three-point line, man, to give the white boy a chance. I know it. You know it. Let's just be honest with ourselves, man. Those white guys, they can't play in the post. They can't dribble drive. They can't get in the lane. They can stroke the tray ball. So, they've got a lethal team. Very talented. they got enough experience to be able to know the game and to play level-headed. Really, on all sides of the ball. They just got to really figure out how to click and play consistently. They got to figure out. They the thing is, is they need to figure out how to rotate the ball. They the, for some reason it's like they haven't they haven't really figured out. All right, if Ashton's not on fire, let's lean on let's lean on Emmanuel quickly. If quickly's not on fire, let's lean on uh, Maxi to, to to be the point. If Maxi's not on fire, let's bring. Uh, the juice man in and let's see if he can he can get it moving for us let's rely on if he can't let's rely on nick richards down in the paint let's rely on nate down in the paint let's rely on ej down in the paint you know what i'm saying you got nine guys that you can really look at and that they could rotate through in one form or another they just got to figure that out they got to figure out you know play our game don't make the stupid mistakes. You know, let's just set up our plays and play smart. And if if we can't immediately figure out who's gonna who's gonna carry us or really who's gonna lead us tonight, 
let's rotate the ball until we figure out who's going to be that guy tonight. And then that person is who we need to rely on, is who we need to go to first. And the rest will take care of itself. It, it Honestly, it will. And I don't think there's any way that you can dispute that. Because if you run your sets on offense, you run your plays on offense, you stick to a defensive scheme, whether you're going to be a run, running a various makeups of zone or if you stay man-to-man, figure out if you're going to run a half-court or a full-court press, whatever is going to work for you, and, you know, the rest will take care of itself. You just got to figure out who's going to carry you, who's going to lead you that night. And if everybody is hot, that works out even better for you because then you can freely distribute the ball without having to worry about finding that one open man. Because that's really the only struggle is once you figure out who's going to be hot for you that night, you got to work on how you can isolate them. And that becomes a, a different challenge in itself. But you got to figure out who that guy is. And right now, they don't, they're not playing smart enough to even figure out who that guy is in the first place. So I think that's going to be their biggest challenge going on later in the season because they prove how good they can be when they play as a team and when they can figure out who that one dude is that's going to carry them. But, you know, I mean, it is what it is. They, like I said, it's, I mean, I think that they're good and, and they've got, they do have time left. It's still at the beginning of February, but still, you know. I wish that they'd get it sooner than later, really, is, is the problem. Because I would venture to say... A lot of the guys that are playing good this season are not going to be playing, you know, for UK next year. So, oh well. All right, guys. Um, everyone, whatever, you know, want to be inclusive, like I said last time. Appreciate you for tuning in. And, um, you know, I'll bounce back again soon. FYI, if you listened to the last one... Um, Everything is okay. Wife is still good. Girls are still good. Unborn baby's still good. So, you know, we're into today on a high note. Getting ready to go take care of my dog. Um, watch some TV. Maybe play a little. Maybe maybe I'll throw it back. Play uh, play a little bit of Skyrim or something. Maybe some 2K. I don't know for the next few hours and you know get groceries tomorrow morning because I'm lame. So, all right, guys. Well. Like I said before, you already know what it is, man. Thanks for listening. Peace.